0: Hello, and welcome to the Three Guys Podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Ben. I'm Dixon. And we just got back from seeing Disney's new movie, Big Hero 6. We don't normally try to rush these things to be one week after another, but we had two major releases this week, and as opposed to waiting till next week when there was nothing and seeing one of these, we chose one of the two this week. Might as
1: well be semi-fresh.
0: I didn't want to sit through three hours of Interstellar.
1: No, if I want to sit that long, I'd probably just watch... You know, like an old movie that I kinda know that I would enjoy. And you could
2: get up and go to the bathroom like yes. will and it's not just like any three hour movie. It's a Christopher it's Nolan three hour, hour movie. So it's like you've got to sit through the whole thing or else you're not gonna get it. You still might not get it.
0: Yeah. It's the kind of movie that begs for an intermission. It really does. But we decided not to see that one, and instead we went to check out Disney's New Flick, Big Hero Six I wasn't particularly enthused about this one. A little bit of history behind that. I didn't know anything about this. Dixon pointed out it was based on a comic book, because Dixon's our guy who knows all that. He, I guess you could say you weren't enthused about the concept.
2: No, I knew about them a little bit, because they made a de- their debut like in the Off-Flight comic in the 90s, and then they brought them back in the 2000s, and they tried to do a miniseries of them. And I found it really boring. Like, I I couldn't... I didn't finish the miniseries, because it was... Normally, I'll finish a miniseries just for completion's sake, but it was just, like, really uninteresting, and they didn't do a whole lot to introduce the characters' backstories very well. Like, it just wasn't extremely well done at all.
0: Fair enough.
1: Hmm.
2: And
0: that was kind of basically where it's like, well, we don't want to see either one, but we have Hunger Games in a couple weeks, so... That'll be one we'll end up going to see. So so yeah, we went to go check out Big Hero
2: 6. Where to start? I have to say, in thinking about this, this was a good chance to show off the Marvel and Disney slash Pixar relationship because it is something that like really comic fans don't have that much attachment to and it's kind of like no one's going to care if you mess with it a lot. Disney can yeah. make the they changes that they make
0: to make it like family rated, because I understand that the comic isn't really no,
2: not not. It's not like not graphic, but it's it's standard Marvel. It's more teen rated than yeah. Gee, we'll but say uh, this was like a good thing for them to work on, and it's not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and it works. It works. It really works well for for Pixar. They did a lot of good stuff here, and I kind of forgot that that Pixar makes these magical, amazing looking movies. Well, like they say, you know, Pixar just can't do wrong. But like this really was like really hit it out of the park like animation wise, and I totally forgot this was really a Pixar film. Kind of our spoiler thing. It
0: was a lot better than I expected it to be. Better than I expected. Oh man, I know Ben, you were kind yeah. of looking forward to it. So. I had
1: high hope. Well, I, well, I had little above medium hopes, and it actually was better and even better than that I thought. Well, that's that, that's
0: a good that, that's good. It's important that it's something like this because what I didn't realize about Big Hero Six. And I should have because I'm an idiot about that. Is it's basically just a comic book? It's, it's a superhero story? I don't know why I thought it was something else, but
1: mm. the
2: the trailers don't paint this ensemble cast that we end up with. They like it really focuses on well, here the two leads. And I'm looking at Baymax, and I'm like, I remember the comic, and Baymax isn't like this, but the movie makes his design makes sense and justifiable. Yeah, from a story point of view because elephant in the room he's a, he's a balloon he, he is a balloon he's a balloon man is it worth bringing up the plot you think
0: or does it it's set in the city of san, san, san no Fran tokyo san Fran
2: tokyo san Fran there's no t in it is yeah. there no t is yeah. that what's screwing me up yeah, yeah. San and it's tokyo. and without that t it's really hard to, i read it and i try to say it and it's like this does not roll off the tongue this is they not, could have done better
0: they could have just called it Tokyo. I don't think anybody would have noticed. Hey, you were going through the story. You, you go back to that because I got distracted.
2: Yeah. And you get two brothers. Their mom and dad are gone. I guess they're dead. They live with their aunt. They're both geniuses. And he's not... He's already graduated high school at 13. And he's not really doing anything with his life. He's, like, doing illegal back alley robot I fights.
0: I had a real steel and like, uh,
2: <laughs> Yeah, it does look like a real steel in the beginning. And oh, he's, yeah. like, hustling people. And his brother saves him. And it's just... They get chastised, whatever. He brings instead of bringing him to another bot fight, he brings him to where work. he's working, like university, and he meets all his friends, his older brother's friends, and all their cool projects, and he wants to go there, so he has to win this competition. So he designs these little robots. Microbots. That
0: yeah. are I wanna say they're like the na- they're like the robotic versions of those
2: nanodots if you've ever yeah. seen those they can like form shapes like they're really tiny raw so they all swarm together and can do things yeah. it's kind of like the replicators from Stargate a little bit they look they look cool yeah. and it's really impressive and then there's a, like there's a horrible fire his brother goes in to save his mentor and is killed and then it's all about it's kind of a revenge story and he's out to get this guy that he thinks caused it because well, he stole the yeah uh, uh, yeah he stole the microbots the microbots
0: and Bayamax is his is the older brother's robot uh, Hiro is the younger brother's name and the Tadashi o- the older brother is Tadashi yeah. uh,
2: Tadashi built this robot that's essentially a doctor bot like a healthcare yeah, well it's, it's like a nurse bot it, it kind of you could easily see this in someone's grandmother's house yeah yeah it's this
0: big fluffy it, it, it it's big fluffy Bayamax is meant to be a doctor. And they kind of go, it's kind of a whirlwind adventure they go off in, you know. It's a revenge story, but it's also kind of like... It reminded me of A Boy and His Blob, strangely.
1: And...
0: yeah eh. That's pretty much the basic synopsis of the plot without getting into a uh, spoiler details. You could probably guess what happens as it goes through it. It's not surprising in any way. It's, it's pleasing how it unfolds. It's yeah.
2: not, not that it's disappointing. It's because it's a kid's movie, but... It's simple, and because it's a kids movie, you know, like they're gonna pull certain punches. Like, you can't go this way because that's way too dark for a kids movie. It's gonna go this way. Yeah, I'd love to see a kids
0: movie do that at one time, but it would never be Disney that would try it.
2: (laughs) Not anymore. The Don Bluth film. (laughs) There you go. Yes. Characters, animation. What do you want to do?
0: We'll do characters first, because the truth of it is, there's only really two characters that matter.
1: Well, oh, there's the there's the big two, and then there's the there's the only two
0: that matter. Fair enough. As fun as the other side characters are, like um,
1: Fred, they, Gogo, Honey Lemon,
0: Gogo, Wasabi, they they all have cute names. Those aren't even their real names. We never learn their real names. Except Fred. Except Fred. <laughs> That's because he's just Fred. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I hate to say this about them, but they're kind of cliches. You've got to uh, agree. You got the idiot guy who's there for some reason, and Fred. He's a science enthusiast. Yeah. Enthusiast. Uh, you have the the tomboy kind of tough chick, uh, Gogo. I believe yeah, they it's called Gogo. Him? Yeah, Gogo. I missed her name a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You have the obsessive neat freak that is Wasabi.
1: Yeah.
0: And then you have Honey Lemon, the preppy ultra nice girl. I wouldn't say preppy. Perky, I think is a more perky. perky. Okay,
1: yeah, perky. She's very. She's,
0: she's super perky, and they're all about science. Which is, you know,
1: fair.
2: They're all nerds. They call themselves nerds.
1: Yeah. yeah well, it's... he called himself, called them nerds, and then they and just kind of stuck. with it. Yeah. And while they're all fun characters, like, they're all one-note cliches. It doesn't make them bad characters. It just makes them... Well, they may be cliches, but, I mean, they all have, like, emotion and detail into them. They do. They'll, I'm sure they'll be developed and. In... They're not... The ones that are
0: worth talking about is Hero and and Baymax. Which is weird because Baymax is a robot and his character doesn't really change. Not really. No. But there's Uh, a ton of emotion in the way he's presented. Because I
1: I think Baymax is more interesting than Hero, quite frankly, in that regard. Well, it's it's almost just because of how astounding how much well, you can almost just call it life they actually put into this balloon thing robot. It's, it's got a lot it's got a lot of heart it's got a lot of humor it has a
0: moment where it goes berserk and it's secretly kind of terrifying a very highly detailed character the trailer makes it look like it's a uniform fat joke if you know cause you look at the trailer he's always bumping into stuff he's kind of yeah. awkward with his size mm-hmm. Actually, and, they do, and they do the fart joke in the trailer too where he deflates yeah a little bit but once he, there's sort of a certain point where he stops being this clumsy fat robot. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. even even that and even that humor stuff. Like I was worried they were gonna you know drill okay. it to death, but they don't. No. Uh, f- especially the fat jokes. They do one. They're not fat jokes. Fart joke. They do the one fart joke, and you don't really see it again.
2: We keep forgetting. Like this is a Disney slash Pixar film. We should expect more. They're not gonna drill that. Like this isn't an episode of Uncle Grandpa. Like it's not gonna rely on or family guy. It's going to be a little bit even though those are more for adults a little bit, these like they're going to be they're not going to insult us like that. In Disney no can
0: make sop, sappy generic stuff. They don't always do it, but they do it do on occasion at point <clears throat> whereas Baymax doesn't fall into that trap, which is good. Heroes interesting enough. The, the, the thing with Hero is you feel you, for him. You you legitimately feel for him because, you know, it's a terrible situation that he's going through. Uh, he's now fully an orphan as opposed to the sort of orphan he was before and you do feel bad for him. And if mean, he goes closer to Bam Max, he, that's how, that's how the, the audience grows closer to him too. It's the interaction between the two that you really care for. It's why those two kind of outdo everyone else. That's why they're selling this on
2: because it's about the kid, and kids are watching the movie.
1: Yeah, it's it's like 95% him. him. Yeah. yeah. Even then, like, if he's not in the main screen, he's still around in the screen.
0: I thought there'd be more focus on the cat, or the mom, or the aunt, rather. Yeah. The mom character. I don't even remember her name. She disappeared.
1: Aunt Cassie? Aunt Cassie. Yeah.
0: She kind of disappears a third of the way into the movie. And then shows up at the end. I can only really remember the first trailer that shows off Baymax being put in the armor and they do the 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 stomach pop thing. Um... I'm just surprised there wasn't more like more of that. I, I was, I, I guess that's part of this film's charm and part of the reason why it was so good. It fooled all my expectations. Like I had, I had expectations for this movie, and this film did not play into them at all, which is good.
1: I mean, is that a good thing or a bad thing when showing off a trailer? Though, because if you show a movie being this way, you might lose.
2: It it know. depends if you're totally being misleading or you're just not telling us everything. And a lot of tra- trailers back in the day didn't tell us a lot about the movies. I think it's, it's kind you of... You want to go plot. see the movie. It's not like, oh, you can just turn the plot from it. But you don't want to be super deceptive. Like, let's... Like, the biggest one I can think of in recent memory was uh, Bridge to Terabithia. Because parents saw the trailers, kids saw the trailers, they saw, like, this fantasy movie. And it is not a fantasy movie at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slice of life. <laughs> it's, of it's, like, it's like gas, a coming-of-age, Yeah. like, friend-dying-and-you-dealing-with-it movie oh shit like that's the book like I read the book and so that's why I knew oh this trailer's not right someone's (laughs) gonna go to this and they're gonna be very upset
0: yeah I can't think of any better example so maybe that's maybe that's what the point is the trailer is not deceptive so we'll we'll go to animation next money this film I I, I can't even want to fathom how much it costs like I could look at it but I don't care I know it costs money and it's it's
1: gonna make money but it costs money it literally printing money but it's it's printing twice as fast as the other machine can catch it.
2: <laughs> because the animation, like, I I have a feeling that the balloon thing, although it makes sense story wise, was a more for hey, we can do balloons. Let's do a balloon guy. Because we could totally do. He this. looks really good. The balloon physics work really well. Yeah. Like the way he interacts and looks and the light off of him, he looks like a vinyl balloon guy. Yeah. As we we're talking, the amount of character they get through that basically because he
0: does he has an unchanging face, uh, is all about the way he moves and the way he's he, animated and carries himself. Kind the of way he day. carries himself, it's all based on that, and
2: they did a tremendous job there. Or the micro uh, microbots, the way they interact with it was totally different than Baymax. It's uh, you could say it's probably intentionally the polar opposite. Whereas they are like yeah. jagged and angular and black, he is round and white. Yeah, yeah. And, they're,
1: and they're also tiny yet weirdly detailed. Like you can even see, like when watching a movie, you can still see little itty, the little itty bits yeah, when they're still being used. trying
0: to cheat them. Yeah, yeah. there's like, a lot of detail these, in how yeah. they
1: move
2: together
0: and how they connect and the how they build and all that.
2: Yeah, but it's not just that. Like um, they didn't spend the money on that animation wise. Like even all the different heroes, except for Fred, uh, <laughs> have some kind of neat. Even Fred is a well. Uh, even Fred and Gogo, their was aren't that impressive, but uh, they're you very. Know, or I guess there, even Wasabi yeah. Ginger's like his blades are pretty cool. I, I was thinking full gore from Killer Instinct. Yeah, you basically yeah. the whole movie going full gore. Yeah, I was. And... But uh, well, um, Honey Lemons, like the uh, gel effects and everything. Like if you saw Monsters vs. Aliens, you know, with like Bob, you know, they they can do gel and goo. And that kind of affects. Like they looked really good. Yeah, it, it and does. These powders and and dust.
1: Yeah, that was really
2: good. There's
0: a lot of good uh, creativity in in the way that works together, and it's all it's all very logical. Like it's not it's because this movie is essentially based around what science will look like in the future.
1: Yeah, um, it's not like
0: extreme. It's not like Jetsons ridiculous future. Like like Honey Lemon, like her the, her the way her purse works. It's like oh, it just. Combines random chemicals together into a little ball. And she's got like them. a keep hat on it. That's and she can change. what's... yeah, it's just like okay. Mm-hmm. There's yeah, I could see someone building that. They like, yeah, got the full Gore suit, and it's all based around the technology that they were using in the movies. It's like oh, okay, this guy was into lasers. Let's give him laser swords. Yeah, uh, she really dug chemicals reactions. Let's you know. Yeah, uh, Gogo is a a Speed. biker. She's a biker, so let's turn her into a, practically a speedster.
1: And Fred was a scientist and enthousi- en- enthusiast that <laughs> he really wanted- enjoyed monsters. And he, he wanted sucks. to be one. Yeah. So they gave him a monster suit that shoots fire and has awesome jumping ability.
0: He's actually, even Fred's kind of this, say, um, this clever nod to the way comic book fans are thinking about this movie. Like, everything yeah. he says is stuff that I'm sure, I, I thought at one point. The comic book fan in me says, okay, this is the bad guy because they're pointing this guy out as the bad guy.
2: But the film critic in me says something. You know what I mean? And the fights are actually really well done too. They are quite it's... a bit, quite good action. Even though it takes a while to get to them, it never drag. This movie doesn't drag,
0: which is good. It, it's important that the film doesn't drag, even though yeah. it
2: says like um, running time is almost two hours. I think a lot of that is the credits at the end and the short they play because I think that short always runs with that film. So I might that might be included in the runtime. Yeah, the short was was good. It's good... The Feast. The Feast.
0: It's yeah. Pixar fare.
2: It's, uh, they make good shorts. Yeah. The food looks like food. Food looks
0: like food. The dog is adorable. That's really all you need to know. You're going to end up seeing it if you see it anyway. Uh, it is pasting together very well. As we were talking about before that, the fight scenes are really good. Would you say though, because when I think of animated superhero movies, like computer animation, there's one movie I constantly go back to because it's kind of the, the beacon. And it, it's Pixar too. The Incredibles. Mm-hmm. I'll ask this again a little bit later, but would you say these fight scenes are kind of up to that caliber?
2: Oh, you're gonna ask it later? Yeah. Like or you want to ask now? Now?
1: I'll ask it now. Fuck it. Uh, you know what? I would almost say yeah. I'd say it's, it. I'd say it's just about that good. I'd say it's
0: like
2: I'm talking just about the fight scene quality at this point. Like, like I think this is a bit more creative because the enemy is more creative. Before it was like it was a big robot.
0: And a dude yeah. who shot lasers from his fingers.
2: Whereas this is... Like, the powers are a little more creative. Yeah. And the objective wasn't just to destroy it. They are trying to do something else, and there was other things going on. So it was more frenetic and a bit more interesting.
0: Even the yeah. villain, the way he uses the Kabuki mask cool. guy. I, I I really thought that... Because the, the Dixon's right. The creativity of these scenes is more so because their villain is more interesting.
2: He's actually, like, really at odds with this movie because he's almost... Like he's so different than everyone else because there is that, the difference between Baymax and him. But he he's like a lot more menacing, and frightening than you would imagine. Like he's kind of a little bit like the boogeyman from um, Rise of the Guardians. He is. Very he's incredibly noticed.
1: menacing. Considering he doesn't really
2: say anything, he looks really cool. That's that's amazing. He looks really cool. He's
1: that silent, terrifying and guy. Which because Disney villains way- should
2: look cool? Villains should be kind of menacing. And I think Disney kind of went away from that for a, a while. They didn't make their villains. Frightening or memorable? I think memorable a is a
1: more appropriate term.
2: It was just like, eh.
1: and you go to Don Bluth,
2: terrifying, like terrifying, like Syndrome wasn't really scary,
1: not really. Uh, but I think there was a point to that though. He yeah. wasn't meant to be. He was an
2: angry nerd. Yeah,
1: I'm trying to think. I guess music would be
0: the normally where we'd follow through next. We talked about animation for as long. There's as like we only
2: have. one real song that's important, and they play it at the credits and <laughs> during the training. It's a montage. weird song
0: because it's like. I'm pretty sure it's a uh, Panic at the Disco.
2: It's a weird song, because it kind of like, it, up, it, it goes and enough. it kind of peters and it goes. It's, uh, maybe that's just the way it's been cut for the film, but it just, it didn't it flow be. like a song normally does. It's odd. That's it. That's
0: kind of, uh, that's my one big down point, is the music, it doesn't feel like it's there half the time.
1: No, but, I was going to say, I honestly don't remember the music, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it's definitely not a good, th- the soundtrack didn't bug me, so it's not like it was bad. There wasn't. But much
0: of it, there wasn't much of it.
1: Oh, that's kind of. What there I was, was also
0: nothing that really stood out. Like it's okay, yeah, it's serviceable at best.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't harm anything. It's been so long since we've seen a movie in 3D where we had the option. Cartoons can always be watched in 3D because it is hard to screw that up. They are made to be done in 3D, and
2: it looks good. This movie
0: looks good. It's, not stupendous. It's not stupendous. Again, kind of like the no. Road. There's
1: like three scenes that they really push, push it. it. The 3D is okay. It's no, I, I'd say it's actually pretty it's good. It's a little better for a cartoon,
2: but it's pretty good overall. A little better than Planet of the Apes. Yeah, let's do funnel rating. Um. Big Hero Six, like I said before, excellent marriage between uh, Disney and Marvel. A good first kind of like real merger of their franchises. A safe bet. Hmm. Um, they really Disney really made it their own. Made it better gotta say they made it better than the source material because it's really and they actually were fairly true to hero is a smart kid baymax is a robot that looks after him um the powers like gogo was like a speech or some sort wasabi ginger did have like knife kind of powers honey lemon had a purse the purse was involved with her powers
0: it does look like in the character design of that costume i don't know like at the end they do the
2: uh, animated bit mm-hmm. um i don't know if that was ripped from the comics or not I don't, I don't think it was. No, her cost, like their co- their costumes look very different, but this was more Disney, and they made them look more like a team, I suppose. Yeah, because they're not a team in Big Hero it, Six it, normally. They don't look like it. It's, Big Hero Six just felt it, it was it wasn't a great comic, and they made something good out of it. So I'm really happy with that. This exceeded all my expectations. Like I thought this would be like uh, I really hated the trailer because it just painted this like fat and fart joke and. They do that very quickly, and he makes sense. I, uh, like, I didn't understand why he was like that. And then you see the movie, and it's like, oh. Okay, fine. But I really enjoy it. I liked how cool they made the villain. That was a big plus for me. I, he because, was. You can
1: almost say he was so simple yet well, perfectly done.
2: Yeah. That's a lot of this movie in general, I think. Yeah, it's very
1: simple, but huh. it's really well done. I mean, the hero's costumes are a little more complex, but... They kind of
2: have a more like a Power Ranger or yeah. Gatchaman yeah, kind they of do. feel to them.
1: Except Fred, they're
0: even all, well. They're even color coded, kind of the same way: yellow, green, red. There's purple. There's blue. Blue, yeah. Fred. Yeah. No. No. So, you're
2: right. Seven out of ten, and I I say that seven out of ten. I don't know because the first time the surprise got me. I don't know if it would if hold this up. will hold up yeah. as well with repeat viewings. I think it's going to be like a timeless Disney classic, probably. Like like it'll be it'll hold up well. I just it won't shock me the next time I see it it's well put together it's very simple I had no
0: knowledge of the comics until Dixon pointed that out to me and again I haven't read them but it definitely seems like it feels like ever since you know Marvel took off in the massive way it has uh, everyone's going to be buying up whatever comics franchise they get their hold of I mean this is how Darkman got a comic or got a movie yeah, three somehow, but the six me this is the kind of thing where you will see this kind of thing brought up. I was expecting something campy and terrible, and I didn't get that, which is great. It's well, uh, we didn't really talk about the voice acting, but the voice acting is okay. It serves its purpose. Again, the animation, specifically of Baymax, is really cool. I could see they put a lot. At, part of it is they wanted to make a toy for kids, and Baymax
2: is that toy for kids. And they can do all kinds yeah. of versions of him. They can do an inflatable, they can do one that has armor that can go on and off. They, they can a, do the glove, just the glove toy. They can do the plushie,
0: because the character practically screams for a plushie.
1: They do have the plushie and the talking plushie with the little video on his...
0: I think we that was at the Disney store, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, and they have the hand, they have the whole, like, they have the little they have the little grabby hand thing, and then they have the actual glove thing, and... Merchandising, yeah, tons. If
2: you tons know, so the there's a reason they spent more time on him because yeah. there's a lot they can get from you start selling honey general. lemon purses. I wouldn't. I I could see which. Them you doing know what?
1: That. It'd probably be like a little could ball happen. dispenser. Could happen. It'd be like a Nerf thing. Girls get Nerf
0: purses, I guess. Guys get guns. I don't know. Yeah.
1: yeah they get they get they get water the fist and uh, they get the water balloons.
0: Sure. <laughs> the the side characters are a little on the cliche side. The villain is terrifying, and it'll have to do with the way his powers... He's presented. Like. It's the way his powers work and the way he's presented. Uh, I kind of wish... I, I, I really hate to say this, and you might take this the wrong way. I kind of wish this film was longer in the sense that I wish Feast wasn't attached to it. Like, as much as I like Feast, I felt the time for that short story could have been better spent in the full in the real movie. But, like I said, I kind of w- wish the side characters were better. I have a lot of wishes this movie. There's a checklist of what I would do to make this film better. At least, kind of in my opinion. Uh, but, the core material, this the, the core story works great. It's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. And, if this is the last kids film we see this year, which I suspect it will be, I'd have to say, you know, we ended on a good one. Uh, i have to give this so I'd have to go with a um Yeah, I think a um I think I'm going to have to go with a uh, a 6 on this one. Like it's good. It still has its problems, but it's good. So how would you rate it, Ben? Uh
1: You know what? Like it looks really good. Like the effects are spectacular. I'll give it that. They're amazing. The details and the voice acting is eh. Uh, music, meh. You just found the voice acting meh? Like, it's, I mean, I think it the, has
2: its good times, I'll admit it. It's got good times, but on the average, what? <clears throat> I want to say it matches well. The characters definitely look like, the, the, the yeah. looks of the characters and their voices match really you, well. You know what? Okay,
1: I guess I totally said that wrong. The voice acting, like their lines are meh but the det- like the emotions they put into them... Like, it's, it's the writing. Yeah, the writing... Thank only you. so much. The writing is kind of meh. The voice acting is good. Fair. Sorry about that.
0: No, so it's... it's you articulated
1: it. It's, yeah, yeah. I kind of dismantled it too far. The great thing is, is each character kind of had realistic attitudes. And... I'll give you... Sem- a- sem- I mean, they're a little exaggerated... But it's not like, you know, some are just kind of, like, outright stone cold, and it's not like they reacted stupidly to, like, something. They things. did,
0: actually, okay, I'll give you that. They are pretty, a uh, human,
1: for lack of a better... Even Fred is, like... He's, he's a little an, out there, well, but... Well, he's, 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 he's extreme for a human, but it's... Then again... But you know what? I've actually met people like that. I've seen people that are ridiculously yeah. eccentric. And he very... It looks like he has the money to be the eccentric. Oh, he's got the money to be eccentric. You know what? The story is basic, but still... Above, It's well done. It's it's a little predictable, but not the, not the bad kind of predictable. Hmm. How many episodes has it been? You haven't
0: been counting, so it don't matter. Jay used up your
1: half vote yesterday. No, he didn't. He redacted, he redacted it. Oh. I gotta give it 7.5.
2: Really? Okay, so not quite an 8? Yeah.
1: Not quite.
2: It's close. But okay. I mean,
1: that's kind of why I specifically wanted to use that. Because 8 is... A little hard to get. It's not quite an eight. It's
2: pretty close. So you just feel like it. you feel like you enjoyed it more than me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you asked that. What that like, like if that's that's you what you're, if that's what you're trying, trying to articulate, I get it. Then
1: above all, like it it was very good. I don't think seven gives it enough, but eight isn't. It's too it's, much. No, no, it's almost too much. It makes sense. Yeah.
0: Well, I think that'll do it uh, for us tonight. Uh, this is the Three Guys Podcast signing out. We will see you next time. Good night, folks. Good night. See you later.